When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumpacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumpacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The adage says, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And the Pittsburgh Steelers' new front office is showing the truth of that statement with how they're building their team for 2023. I'm your host, Jeffrey Benedict. Welcome to The Cutting Room Floor. Today on The Cutting Room Floor, we're going to talk about some consistency in the Steelers roster building and something that fans, I tend to come back to every year and say, hey, we should be paying attention to this. We should be aware of this. When you see the Steelers make moves, you should be aware of this. When we start thinking about the NFL draft, just some principles the Steelers follow. And the first one we're going to cover is the Steelers go into the draft with all their glaring holes on the roster filled. You can sit there and look early in the offseason and say, oh, Steelers have no starter here and they don't have a a player to to start over here. Like, you don't have an inside linebacker. You don't have a cornerback. You don't have these positions. And if you watch during free agency, they fill those holes almost every single time. Now, often I'll get arguments against this and say, no, 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 it's still a hole. Because the Steelers signed someone that people don't want to play that position. 
That's not somebody they want to be the starter. And that's, you know, kind of irrelevant. <laughs> what, what you want doesn't matter. Uh, the Steelers see these players as starters. And they fill those spots. And then in the draft, especially in the early picks, you draft to upgrade those starters. I've heard arguments against this. Uh, I think the best example of it is 2018. The Steelers brought in John Bostic. They had Vince Williams. Obviously, Ryan Shazier wasn't coming back. And the Steelers went into the 2018 draft. And everyone's like, inside linebacker is a big need. But it didn't fall that way for the Steelers. And they drafted other positions. And inside linebacker went into the season with John Bostic and Vince Williams. And it wasn't good. But those two were the starters. They were brought in. By the time the draft happened, they were already there. Bostic came in in free agency. Filled a hole. Not with who we wanted. Turned out it wasn't a very good fill. Wasn't a very good fit. So they go into 2019 into free agency. And they sign a linebacker. In Mark Barron. Then they go into the draft. Trade up in the draft. And draft Devin Bush. Everyone's like, well, why would you, you know, sign Mark Barron if you were going to trade up for Devin Bush? Why would you trade up and draft Devin Bush if you signed Mark Barron? doesn't make sense. Well, it does. The Steelers signed a player to fill a hole on their roster. Then in the draft, they had a chance to upgrade. And they did. People like to point out the 2015 draft class. Where the Steelers draft class, they brought in Bud Dupree in the draft because they needed an outside linebacker. But Bud Dupree didn't even start most of the games. That was Arthur Motes who they brought in to be a backup slash starter. 2016, the Steelers, oh, they, they reached for Artie Burns because they desperately needed a cornerback. Look at the cornerback room they had. That was a need pick. And I'm, I always counter that with look at the Look at the 2015 draft. Look at the 2015 draft. Look at the 2015 roster. Look at the 2014 roster. Look at the cornerbacks the Steelers had those years. There was a number of years where the Steelers, one of their biggest needs was cornerback. It didn't cause them to draft one. And all of a sudden, 2016, they draft someone. And people are like, whoa, it's a need pick. Just because the Steelers... Actually, just because you think the player is not a, a starter doesn't mean the Steelers don't view the player as a starter. And oftentimes, the reverse is true. We saw that with Nate Herbig here. Came in, everyone's like, ah, that's, the, that's a guard, he's a starter. And then they came in and signed another starter. Steelers build their roster, and then they draft to upgrade it. So when you look at your draft, mock drafts or whatever you're looking at, don't get caught up in the Steelers have to draft this certain position. 
The Steelers never see it that way. I'd argue even last year, when the Steelers looked so heavily at at quarterback, there were other options there. Had those quarterbacks not fallen to them, had the right quarterback not fallen to them, as it was, it was an easy pick, all of the quarterbacks fell to them. Every single one, they got to take their number one guy. Not to sit there and say, well, do we take our number four quarterback or do we take, you know, our uh, some other position? It was easy for them. And sometimes the Steelers do telegraph picks, like with Najee Harris, but that's still not really drafting a need. Maybe the Najee Harris one is the best argument for that. That that running back room wasn't great, but it wasn't great before then. Once Le'Veon Bell left and was James Conner, Benny Snell. The Steelers sign guys to fill gaps, and then they draft to upgrade. That matters right now because the Steelers just signed two guys that kind of fill this role of they're not the guys you want starting. But they fill a hole on the roster. Keanu Neal, number one on that. He's a box safety. He's a strong safety. He's your Terrell Edmonds replacement. He's not, though. He's not at all Terrell Edmonds. And at this point in his career, he's not your starting strong safety. Like If you you mean starting strong safety, like playing Terrell Edmonds' level of snaps and being a full-time starter, no. Count O'Neill is a rotational player at this point. That's really what he is. That's what he needs to be used as. That's what he has been being used as. Very heavily box-oriented. Not nearly as much man coverage as you see from Terrell Edmonds, especially in the slot. That's the biggest. If you look at their snap breaks down, that's the biggest difference between Edmonds and Neal. Neal was in the box more, and he was in the slot significantly less than Terrell Edmonds. You look at the nose tackle the Steelers just brought in, Braden Fajoko. He is a rotational nose tackle. He's he might not even be your starting nose tackle. Like this is this is a classic example of it. If you if the Steelers go into next season with the guys who are slotted to play nose tackle being uh, Montrevious Adams and Braden Fajoko, you can live with that. You know, you upgrade some other positions, you rely on those upgrades at other positions, and you make do with what you have on the interior with Braden Fajoko and Montrevious Adams. But that's also a position if the chance comes you can still upgrade that. It's not like you're locked in, right? This is this is the kind of players the Steelers grab in these situations. When you look at the roster holes and that have been filled in recent years, like Mason Cole. Mason Cole at center was a good signing, and he turned out to play really quite well last season, but he's another guy. He can get a ton of money. He got, you know, low-level starter, high-end backup money, 
And that's a position where the Steelers could have upgraded last year in the draft. And said, we're going to draft a young center too. Steelers are still in that position we've had talk of. Are the Steelers going to draft a center? Well, they could. They don't have to, but they could. And that's where the Steelers do their best, is when they're in these situations, when they hit the draft. And they can sit there and look at players and evaluate them, not on, does this player fill the need we have? But does this player, is this player fit our system really well? Is this a player who's going to, who shows signs that they could really be an impact player for us in what we like to do and what their strengths are? That's the big deal when you hit the the draft with the Steelers. That's what you're looking for. Those kind of players not filling needs. For the Steelers, I, I often modify. Everyone, everyone says best player available is what the Steelers draft, but obviously that's not the case. Uh, they're, they're not going to draft a quarterback this year, even if one fell unlikely to draft, you know, like, uh, I don't know what other position we're looking at. Um, even like running back, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to draft a running back in the first round. That's very unlikely just because you already have that addressed. That's because there's not a lot of room to upgrade. My opinion, like that's the thing they draft to upgrade. So instead of just best player available, I'd say it's the biggest upgrade. Who provides that big upgrade? And you don't want that draft pick to be determined by this player is super bad and needs to not be a starter. You know, if you're going into the if you're if you're in the offseason, you're heading towards the draft and someone like a Henry Mondo is slotted to be your starting nose tackle, well then that's going to be a major upgrade position just because that guy's not a starter that guy's not your second string that guy's third string right that's that's that guy's your 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 depth good player really grew as a stealer liked him a lot but he's an example of that like if he's your starting nose tackle like no that's not good the Steelers have their people in place I think we're ready for the NFL draft with maybe the exception of slot receiver. Still time to make a signing there. There's also a couple guys on the roster. Haven't really shown much recently, but if the Steelers are going in a more run-heavy option, they don't really have to bring in an upgrade there just to get through the season. Uh, I think I think number three receiver isn't as big a need. I I still expect them to bring in somebody there. Uh, we'll see. I think there's a there's really a spot for a receiver on this team right now, and we'll see what they do with it. But that's the only one that I really even look at and say, hey, you know, this is a place the Steelers. Still, you know, have a hole. That's the closest thing you have to it. And you got a couple players there that I think fit kind of well. Uh, obviously, Anthony Miller, 
old wide receiver from Chicago. They liked him. He's hurt again. You've got last year's rookie who didn't get to play in Calvin Austin. You have options there. I like Connor Hayward as a potential slot usage there. Uh, Pat Fryermuth can play in the slot. Jalen Warren. We saw some two running back sets. Like th- those guys, those guys aren't true slot receivers. But the more people you have that can take, you know, five percent of the slot receiver reps, well, that's a lot fewer you need to fill. And the more you know, the Calvin Austins of the world and are are fine at that position. To me, that's a big lesson uh, and something something I want you to really take with you and keep in your mind is that the Steelers don't draft to fill holes. They sign free agents to fill holes and they don't sign free agents to upgrade. Think about this. They also don't sign free agents to upgrade. How many times do free agents appear and team pe- people in the Steelers fandom are like, oh man, Go get that guy. That would really improve whatever position group, right? And we don't sign them. We're like, oh, because the Steelers are cheap. No, because that's not a hole. Is it a hole? Then they'll talk to that guy and maybe see what happens. But most of, most of the times when they sign a free agent, it's to fill a need, to fill a clear hole in the roster. When they upgrade... That's almost always through the draft. All right, that's going to be our first half of our show. When we come back, I want to dig more into Keanu Neal and how he fits the Steelers' defense and some interesting things that may show signs that the the common threads and the narrative and the reporting you're getting – on a few details of the Steelers' defense are inaccurate. We'll get to that right after this break. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, Steeler fans. I'm your host, Jeffrey Benedict. You're listening to The Cutting Room Floor. The Cutting Room Floor is brought to you by the Steel Curtain Network, which is part of the Fans First Sports Network. Make sure you're checking out the Steel Curtain Network, all of our podcasts, to get all of your Steelers news, insights, analysis, and just general Steelers talk. And check out Fans First Sports Network. There's a lot of college programs on there, other NFL teams, lots of different programs. We are growing. And I want to thank you also for being here and helping us grow. Uh, but it's a it's a new network, and it's a good one. Make sure you're checking out, seeing if uh, other teams you follow are on there. I know there's a lot of Pitt fans. We definitely have you covered there. So check it out. First half of the show, we talked about the Steelers' approach in free agency in the draft and how they sign players. I want to talk about Keanu Neal. I've talked already about how if DeMonte Kazi is your in, – in, in two starting – in two safety sets, you know, the idea of the starting safeties, there's a free safety and strong safety. If your two starting safeties – are DeMonte Kazi and Minka Fitzpatrick. If they're the two on the field, when the Steelers go to a seven-man front, Minka Fitzpatrick is your strong safety, not your free safety. I've talked about that. Keanu Neal is signed. He's a strong safety. I've already said in the first half, he's not a starter. But I want to I look at something with him and say, what, what kind of role could he play? Is he likely to have? In this defense, what kind of role does he fit? And we're going to start by comparing him and Terrell Edmonds. Already talked about how he played in the box more, uh, Edmonds played in the slot more. That's about 4% difference between them. Like you can just take Edmonds' slot play. He actually, uh, Keanu Neal played 5% fewer. Like his percentage of his snaps that were in the slot is 5% lower than Edmonds. Edmonds played about 22% of his snaps in the slot. Keanu Neal was right around 17%. Edmonds, around 36% of his snaps were in the box. Neal, a little over 40%. Both of them right around 29 to 30% deep safety snaps. Neal had a few more uh, in line, like over on the edge as a rusher and blitzer. And Edmonds had a little bit more on the outside as a cornerback. Really, the difference is Keanu Neal is much more of a blitzer. Edmonds is much more of a cover guy. That's where they differ here. If you look at their stats, Keanu Neal has more run stops, but he also has more missed tackles than Edmonds. He's a big hitter, which leads to missed tackles. Edmonds has fewer missed tackles, but he's not a big hitter. Trell Edmonds... Big knock on him. He doesn't force turnovers. Five interceptions in his career since 2018. Keanu Neal has three interceptions 
for his career. Trell Evans has not credited, been credited so far in his career with a forced fumble. Keanu Neal hasn't forced a fumble since 2017. So they're both similar there. If you look at things like tackles for loss, QB hits, pressures, Neal has an advantage there. Uh, tackles for loss, you have to go back to three the last three seasons. If you just do the last two, Terrell Edmonds actually has an advantage there. Uh, but that that should give you kind of an idea, and it's it's what most people are saying. Keanu Neal is much more of a box safety. Terrell Edmonds is more versatile. I also want to talk about one of the things that came out when Patrick Peterson was signed was people were saying why the Steelers run a lot of man coverage. They were one of the higher, you know, man cover percentage teams in the NFL. Why are they signing this guy from a zone cover defense? And that's legit. That's a legitimate concern because the Steelers were one of the higher percentage man cover teams. Now it was still under 50%. Only, you know, usually almost nobody ends the season with over 50% man coverage played. And the the lowest ones are around like almost 90% zone coverage. The Vikings uh, were in that category. That 80 to 90% of their defense was zone coverage. The Steelers, right about 40% man, uh, 60% zone that's one of the highest rates of man coverage in the NFL. Keanu Neal comes to the Steelers from the Buccaneers, who were around an 80-20 split. 80% zone, 20% man. Vikings were closer to 90% than 80% zone. The two safety, the safety and the defensive back cornerback that the Steelers brought in both from very zone heavy teams and they're joining one of the highest man cover teams now that that seems to be weird right that doesn't seem to fit but I'd also want to point out that the Steelers man versus zone numbers vary greatly throughout the season when you break it down by a per game basis. Often you're seeing rates go from, you know, one week it'll be 30% man, the next week it'll be 55% man, back down to 25% back, then up to 50%, bouncing around based on who they're playing. We used to complain the Steelers didn't adjust their defense to fit the teams they're playing. Well, they clearly did last year, especially as to whether they were playing zone, or man defense. Now, it's not just by team either. For example, week one against Cincinnati, the Steelers ran about 34% man coverage. In week 11, in the second game of Cincinnati, the Steelers were right around 60% man coverage. Completely different strategy facing the same team. The Steelers' defense isn't a man defense. It is a 
we suit our we fit our defense to what we think will work against the team we're facing. The fact that Patrick Peterson came from a zone heavy team, the fact that Keanu Neal came from a zone heavy team, both of them are not the man cover people they used to be. It'll be interesting to see how the Steelers defense unfolds this year. At the same time, you've got two linebackers from much more man defense-oriented teams. Both the Washington Commanders and the Miami Dolphins were higher on man defense. The Dolphins ran more man defense than the Steelers did. Landon Roberts comes from there. Cole Holcomb played in on the Commanders, where they were about a 70-30 split. 70% zone, 30% man, still in the top, easily in the top half uh, of teams running man defense. Interestingly, Keanu Neal and Alandon Roberts come from two of the heaviest blitzing teams. Alandon Roberts and Keanu Neal. Both of them are better blitzers coming from teams that blitzed more, and they were players who blitzed a good deal. Interesting, because the Steelers' strong safety isn't someone who blitzes. Not really since Troy was here and just had kind of that, you know, wild card, you know, green light, go do what you want, man. Like, you want to blitz, blitz. We trust you. There wasn't a lot of designed blitzes for strong safeties. We could see that change. I made a comment when Keanu Neal was signed that the safety room of Minka Fitzpatrick, DeMonte KZ, and Keanu Neal remind me a lot of a Brian Flores safety room from his time in Miami, where their safeties were basically at three roles. One of them would be almost entirely a deep zone guy. And frequently that player was a, you know, converted cornerback, undersized, 5'10", 185 pounds, something like that. Well, that's DeMonte Kazi. And if you look at his usage from last year, it was almost entirely in deep zone. That's DeMonte Kazi's role, right? He also had a very much box safety who would also go up on the line of scrimmage. And Brian Flores' defense. We saw Terrell Edmonds play a bit more like that this past season, but not to the same degree that you would have seen like a Brandon Jones in Miami under Brian Flores get up on the line of scrimmage, playing in the box. Uh, he, he was on the line of scrimmage almost as much as he was in deep coverage and didn't play in the slot very much at all. He was an in-the-box player who also played some deep zone. That's your Keanu Neal. That's your Keanu Neal type of player. Third type of safety that we see with with their division of labor in a Brian Flores system is someone who did a lot of deep safety and a lot of slot defense. That lines up more with Terrell Edmonds not necessarily 2022, but 2021 when he led the Steelers in slot snaps. Very much 
fitting the Brian Flores model. Now the problem is here, if you notice the three guys I mentioned that kind of fit what Brian Flores did were DeMonte KZ, Keanu Neal, and Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds isn't there anymore. And we have Minka Fitzpatrick. It will be very interesting to see if Terrell Austin has a kind of modified version of Brian Flores' three-safety-heavy defense that uses Minka Fitzpatrick in kind of a hybrid strong safety slot kind of role. Again, DeMonte KZ, when he's on the field, is the free safety. He has to be. He's like 175 pounds. He's not going down in the box. If you need someone to come down and cover a tight end or a running back, it's not DeMonte Kazi. You're sending. It's Minka Fitzpatrick again. So, I'm very interested to see how this defense evolves this year and what exactly we're going to see from Terrell Austin and these safeties. In, in both the two safety sets where I have to believe that it's a different role than what they had with Edmonds when you have, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick as the strong safety. Keanu Neal could rotate in and be more of a box safety depending on, on the team, on the week that you're playing. I'm very interested to see Keanu Neal's contract to see whether it's in the same ballpark as a as, as KZ's contract or if he's making significantly less. It is a two-year deal, something Terrell Edmonds couldn't get from the Steelers. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Uh, one thing I also want to cover is we saw Bud Dupree come and have his workout, have his meeting, have his physical, whatever it was they all wanted to check on. He came up here, was in town, was at the Steelers, and he left without a contract. It is still possible that the Steelers could bring him in. But I think with where Bud Dupree is right now, I don't think, uh, I shouldn't say I don't think the Steelers will sign him before the draft. I should, I'll say I would not be at all surprised if the Steelers wait until after the draft to make a push to sign him. Just to see where things fall. And what's available and what they get. They do like to draft edge rushers. They don't like bringing in older veterans too much. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, I, I think it's kind of that situation where, like, they can talk to Edmonds and say, hey, bud, you know, we, they can talk to Bud Dupree and say, hey, you know, we, this is kind of the, the job we're expect that we would want you to do. This is the pay rate we can pay for that job. If you can get something better, go get it. If you can't, there's this here waiting for you. That's what I kind of expect out of this situation. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think it's 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 kind of an exciting offseason for me. It's not a exciting as in like, oh my gosh, look at how great the Steelers are doing here with these most recent signings. 
But there's some some good questions raised about what the Steelers are going to be doing. And I'm interested to see how that rounds out in the draft, in the offseason, and in, you know, when we actually get to see them play on the field, what this defense looks like. Because there's some differences here. Keanu Neal is not Terrell Edmonds. Neal and and, uh, Patrick Peterson are both from zone-heavy teams, and they're both zone-heavy type players. They're not man players. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens and how the Steelers progress going forward. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're checking out all the other shows on the Steel Curtain Network and checking out some of the other teams that are covered in the Fans First Sports Network. As always, have a great week, and let's go Steelers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.